What has been found was, in all likelihood, once lost. What has been lost has a high chance of feeling unsatisfying after six years, and there is no guarantee that it was ever previously found. And what has been possessed shall always be closely held, even through changed hands. I'm calling from Elm Lake. Tonight, our little town is going to attempt to release the tension of recent events. Our town elders have decided that we should engage in an age-old children's game, despite the fact that there are no children present within town. The game they have chosen for us all is hide-and-seek, and the citizens of Elm Lake are, understandably, a bit concerned. You'll remember the rules to hide-and-seek, right? As the sun goes down, everyone other than the designated seekers are told to scatter, finding secure places to hide in. Thirty minutes later, the seekers are released to try and locate those who are hiding. If you can remain hidden until the sun rises the following morning, you're completely safe, and will receive a voucher good for a place called the Owl's Nest Diner despite no such business existing as of yet. If the Seekers find you, a mortal struggle for survival ensues, and any improvised weapons around are available for use. Of course, the Seekers have special rules that they must follow themselves, which are given to them just prior to their release. You know, just like many people played as children, I myself have fond memories of being a seeker on a few occasions. Each time I was not allowed to begin seeking at the 30 minute mark, but instead was told that I had to wait until someone repeated my name five times into a darkened closet. It was a joyous time, and while I was never able to locate any of those hiding, I did get credit for hiders that decided to creep towards mirrors or other polished surfaces. That, and I always knew where the vouchers were being kept, despite, again, no such diner existing. I will be eating well should they open within my own lifetime. There's still some time before sundown, and, as is traditional, a number of Elm Lake residents have taken to the streets, gotten to their cars, and driven away from town. I don't know how far they'll be able to go, but Lorraine Powell has mentioned seeing more than a couple of her neighbors driving past her home, trying to get far away from the edge of town. Marcus Grant is sitting in the town square, stating that he refuses to play, as he has every time the town elders have tried to organize this game. In other words, it is a relatively standard hide-and-seek night here in Elm Lake. For my part, I will be staying here in this radio station, broadcasting to all of you what's happening. I haven't seen rose petals in a little while, 
which has helped put my mind at ease over the comings and goings of certain citizens of our town. I have brought plenty of water so that I will be able to stay hydrated for however long this takes. After all, it's only one night, but as we all remember, nights vary dramatically in length, anywhere from 26 minutes to 312 hours. Before the game begins, I want to let you all know that I haven't seen Jenny Fowler in a few days. I don't know if you are as invested in what is happening with her as I am, but it has seemed odd that she's been keeping off of the streets recently. Of course, I don't even know if anyone's listening at all, so it could simply be that I've been telling pieces of Jenny's story for my own entertainment. Could it be that she is simply a figure of my imagination? Have I dreamed up this person and the riddles contained within her? No, that can't be the case. She's clearly real. Bill and Rebecca Fowler wouldn't lie about that, and they certainly wouldn't keep a charade going, concocting a false daughter and convincing the rest of us in town that Jenny has returned. That, and Jorge Sanchez has been meeting with someone during daylight hours. And if he isn't talking with Jenny, then who would he be talking with? He's notoriously secretive, especially when it comes to his Moon Festival planning. Looking at the time, those citizens who have remained should be lining up right now, prepared to begin the game of hide-and-seek. Seekers have been informed of their roles and the special rules that they need to follow. The town elders should be heading towards the center of town in order to welcome Elm Lake to this round of the game and begin the game proper. I'm going to take a moment to see if I can look outside maybe see a bit of the proceedings. Okay, just looking over and... I don't see anyone. Or anything, really. The sky is dark, almost as dark as the night of the moon festival. Uh, the streetlights have been left off. I'll just take one more step and... That's strange. I don't hear anything either. There's not the usual tense fear bubbling that precedes our hide-and-seek games, and the Seekers aren't cackling to themselves. There's just, well, nothing. Nothing at all. I'll get back towards the microphone and... Wait. I can hear something. A small voice trying to cut through the darkness. A single sentence ripping through the air. All right, back to the microphone. You don't have to play. 
That's what the voice has been saying repeatedly. Don't have to play? Why would anyone say something so ludicrous? Everyone in Elm Lake loves hide-and-seek. It's a pure joy. So why wouldn't they play? Sure, a bunch of people try to leave town for tonight, but they're just scoping out better hiding places outside of town. And admittedly, I'm not playing tonight. But that's because I'm here broadcasting to all of you. No reason for anyone to say that others don't have to play. How are we supposed to have our communal stress relief if people don't engage in these activities? Even stranger, if I didn't know better, I would swear that voice is Jenny Fowler, except she didn't sound quite the same. Older and wiser, maybe, but certainly not 20 years of age. I thought for a moment that I heard another voice asking questions of the first, who almost did sound like the 20-year-old Jenny, but that's clearly not the case either. I've got the door to the studio open so that I can hopefully hear what else is happening. Oh! There's the gunshot. The game has officially begun, and the Seekers will be released in 30 minutes. I'll just pop over to the door again, get a quick look. Alright, so the game has definitely begun. Uh, some of the hiders appear to be moving, at least as far as I can see in this incredibly dark night. The rest of the hiders are just standing there, sitting, definitely not moving. The town elders are imploring them to move. The voice that is Jenny Fowler yet isn't quite Jenny Fowler is telling them to stand strong and refuse to give in. It's all very surreal. This definitely isn't how the game is meant to be played. is that? Further in the distance where the Seekers are asked to wait? It looks like, well, it doesn't look good. It looks like... Okay. That is definitely not right. The Seekers were released right away, and they're approaching the Hiders who haven't yet moved. Even though I'm not officially playing this time, I don't want to take any chances, which is why I closed the door. Nobody knows I'm here, so everything should be fine, but I'd rather be safe than found. Good thing I brought that water with me. Where did my water go? And where did that door come from? It's left ajar, but I swear I've never seen a second door in this studio. It must be a closet or something. 
because that's all that would make sense. It's dark in there. I've got to continue this broadcast, so I'm not going to spend too much time thinking about it. I'll investigate during the day. Sometime. As long as... Sorry? Sorry, I thought I heard my name. Anyway, I'll just stay... Nope. Definitely heard my name. That's so strange. And there it is again. And, and again, it's coming from the back of the closet, although there's definitely nobody in there. It's certainly not worth worrying about. Good morning, listeners. I hope you had a pleasant and safe night. I'm, um, a little under the weather. Turns out that the previous seeker rules I'd been given were still active, so I got pulled back into the game. The person who sounded not quite like Jenny Fowler was the one whispering my name, but there was nobody on the other end when I emerged. In fact, there was nobody anywhere in town that I could find. Instead, there was just a cold wind, carrying ice and rain with it. I tried to make my way back here, but I wasn't able to, as something compelled me to stay. Anyway, I was able to eventually make my way back to the studio. The sun rose 20 minutes ago, and I found myself looking towards Angus Thorpe's house. Judging by the condition of the streets here in Elm Lake, none of the Seekers were successful in the game, which makes it the most successful game of hide-and-seek that Elm Lake has ever had. At least as far as the hiders are concerned. Honestly, it was nice to blow off a little steam. We could definitely use a bit of communal gathering, as things have been feeling tense lately. Work and stress are always lurking around the corner, always waiting, so... It's nice to be able to have time to push those to the background. Just engage in a game with your neighbors. Plus, last night was only a four-hour night. So longer nights are waiting. Elm Lake is waiting. Calling from Elm Lake, Episode 8, Hide and Seek, was written and produced by Sean Monahan. The voice of Elm Lake is Sean Monahan. Opening and closing themes written and performed by Sean Monahan. 
All other music written and performed by Matt McInnes. Find out more at machinistmusic.com. Our home online is at www.callingfromelmlake.com. You can also follow us on social media to add a little irregular strangeness to your internet experience. If you've come to visit our strange little town thanks to Apple or Google Podcasts, feel free to leave a rating and review. Your words could help new listeners hear the call of Elm Lake. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to support us, you can simply head to patreon.com slash callingfromelmlake. Your support will help us continue to grow and unfold this story and bring new elements into play as we move forward. Hiding is simply the first step. The second step is far more complicated.